The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I read about an Israeli Jew who ran away Shemet Torah Mitzvot in Eretz Yisrael, I forgot what city. But when he graduated the IDF, when he finished that Tzava, he went to Japan. Okay? While he was in Japan, he was there for a few months, and he, did, he said he did horrible things there. Whatever it is, he did horrible things. Part of the job that he worked to make money in Japan, he worked for, him, for some Israeli guy. Don't try this at home, but this Israeli guy was manufacturing fake Rolexes and fake watches. And that's what this guy was selling on the streets of Japan. That's what he was selling. Okay. You know, he said he did horrible things. He, it, was, it was a crime, whatever it is. He's It was his last day there he, in Japan. He was planning to come back to Eretz Yisrael. On his last day, he's getting ready. His friend that was in one of the booths over there by the stand by the market that was selling the fake watches, calls him up and he tells him, Achi, my brother, can you come take over for 30 minutes? I just need to, for 30 minutes, come take over. He said, listen, I'm flying back, but for you as a friend, I'll do it. That's what the Israeli guy said. So he went to the booth and he was standing there for the half hour. And just when he's standing there selling the fake Rolexes, that's when the Japanese FBI caught him. I don't know how you want to name the Japanese FBI, Kim Chung Chung, whatever it is, whatever the Japanese FBI is. But they caught him selling the fake Rolexes. He got caught, they arrested him, they put him in jail. Now you never want to end up in the Japanese jail, that's what they say. They say Japanese is like the worst of the worst. The, the situation in the jails, but, 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 the saw. but that's where we ended up. So he debut, interviewed him. They said, tell us how it was. Now you came back to tell us the story. See, he said while he was in the jail, he said the situation was so bad. He said that the menu, just the menu, they had all these different types of foods. He had no clue what these animals were even. He just ordered rice. It's all he ordered, rice. And he said that he was beat up. There's a lot of anti-Semitic people there. He said it was a horrible situation. This is going for a few months. So then they asked him, tell us, what gave you nechama? What gave you remorse? What gave you chizuk while you were in jail in such conditions? So he said, I have to tell you. One time I was sitting in the jail. Suddenly I see a guy with a white shirt, black pants and a jacket, a chabadnik. A Chabatsker was coming in, holding a pair of tefillin, and I knew he's coming for me. He comes, and the cops, the Japanese cops, take him out, and he had a meeting with this Chabatsker. He said, the feeling that I had, that a Jew came to see me and visit me, and then I was able to put on tefillin, he said, it gave me so much chizuk. And I asked the Chabatsker, how do you know I was here? So he told him, the Shagrirut, how do you in English? The, in Israel, the embassy in Israel called me up, and they said, you knew you were arrested, and they're working on getting you out. And they told me exactly where you were. This was actually a few hours from where the Chabad has a shul, but he traveled just to visit the Jew. And listen to what this Israeli guy was saying in the interview. He said, you know what gave me tremendous chizuk? Of course, the fact that I saw a Jew that cares about me, gave me tremendous chizuk. And by that, he was chazab teshuvah, when he said the love, the Christ has one another. He said, what gave me more chizuk is the fact that the Chabad's rabbi told me, the Shagrirut is working. How do you say Shagrirut again? Thank you, embassy. The embassy is working on getting me out. The fact that I knew the embassy, Israeli embassy, uh -huh, is working to take me out, it gave me like a, oh, like a nechama, like a remorse. I know one day, I'm in good hands, they'll take me out. And he said they took him to the court, and he had some Japanese judge sitting there. And then the guy told him, boom, another year in jail. He said it was very hard, he almost fainted when he heard another year in jail, but he knew in his heart, Remember, the Shagrirut, the embassy is working on taking me out. That's what happened. He actually got released after a few months. This is what the Nisivot Shalom was trying to say. Not only do we know Hashem is here and Hashem runs the world, not only do we have Emunah, of course Hashem is here, of course Hashem runs the show, big galut in the exile. It's more than that. We know Hashem wants us out of here. 
We know Hashem wants us to get out of here, come back to Yerushalayim. Who is He waiting for? He's waiting for us. But the feeling to know that Hashem wants us out of here, itself should give us tremendous chizuk. The reason why the Jews left Mitzrayim, not because it just had a munah and Hashem, even though that's a high level by itself. They had a munah that they knew Hashem wants them out of Mitzrayim also. They knew Hashem wants them out of their ta'uf leave, leave Mitzrayim. And that feeling, that fact, that they knew Hashem wants them out of there, that munah gave them the chizuk to keep going the Jews in Mitzrayim. And that's the chizuk we're having right now in Galut. Of course Hashem is here, Hashem is running the show. Enjoyed this story? Come again, bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.